Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. It's time for the Natural State Football Report with Clint Conk. Taking a closer look at football across the great state of Arkansas with the winningest coach in UCA history. The Natural State Football Report is brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. For the past decade, they've been providing crop dusting services to the farmers of Southeast Arkansas, and they can help you too. Now, let's toss around the pigskin in the zone with Justin, Wes, and the coach. Hello, coach. Hey. Great Great to see your face. Yeah, great to be here with you guys. Yeah. Is there something when I call in that I need to attach to my phone so it's not fuzzy or is there anything I can do to help the, the reception? We can get you the tie line app, make it a little more clear, but okay. I mean, we're able to make out your words. You sound okay. Okay. Yeah. Don't All talk right. on speakerphone. Right. Um, or blue or uh, earbuds. Yeah. Earbuds. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just talking right. to the phone. It's usually fine, but we'll get you on the tie line. Then it sounds like studio quality. Or let's just make an effort to be here. Yeah, Coach. Well, I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> Y'all are my bosses. Yes, sir. <laughs> sure. uh, all right. Well, let's talk about last week in Fayetteville, and, and there were a lot of people jumping off the wagon this week, a lot of frustrated fans. JW's ready to run up there and fire the whole staff. Uh, you do get a little bit of overreaction, but, you know, again, I think it's just because – you know what it's like to me? This is like when I stand over a shot and I'm like, I don't think there's any way I can hit this in bounds, and then I hit it out of bounds and I'm, I want to break my club because I'm p- so pissed off because I knew it was going to happen anyway. Mm-hmm. People saw the signs after two weeks, right? Oh, yeah. Just like the Ace of Bay song. They saw the sign. And it opened up their eyes. They saw the sign. And they didn't like what they saw. And you got more of it this week, Coach. Your musical uh, just pulling it out. encyclopedia is just <laughs> amazing. Um, not a very good performance. You know, and I was trying to, from a coach's perspective, the first 14 points were pretty easy. Yeah. I mean, you had the big run. Mm-hmm. Centennia, and we could see that coming. Yeah. I saw the sign. You know, yeah, you could you see did. that in the first couple of games, and he breaks the long punt return. And I don't know if if, if the team just kind of, you know, relaxed a little bit. Um, but the other piece too, the average age of maturity for a BYU football player <laughs> is probably twenty six and a half years old. Half the team's married. Eighty percent of that half has. Children, plural. So you're talking about a very mature group of men on the other side. I thought you were going to say half the team's married and half the team's sexually frustrated. So you're getting a, you're getting a good effort either way. I thought but, he was going to go with the half the team's married and the other half has a second wife. <laughs> oh, boy. I am that was not Wes. going there. That was Wes. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wes, don't 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 drag yourself down into our hell. You stay up there where hey, you belong. I, I thought I, that's what he was going to say. I've actually worked with quite better. a few Latter Day Saints. I am not going there. I respect the Mormon religion. Take it easy over there. Anyway, anyway, they didn't panic on that sideline. Their, their coach, after he did his, he said, "Hey, you know, we're settling in now. We took their shot. We're going to be okay." And boy, that just exudes confidence into your team. Um, Offensive line play, um, Coach Pittman tried to downplay it after the Western Carolina game. It didn't really improve much in the Kent State game. It became a problem. Um, they, they, they've got a problem there. Um, you know, I was just visiting with uh, Steve Sullivan outside, and we were rehashing some days of yesteryear when he was calling the Bear games, and and we were talking about the offensive line. Texas, Oklahoma, Florida, 
Georgia, even Alabama, LSU, those guys have creatures up there. I mean, 320, 30, 40, big girth, big massive men. And that looks like the JV squad. And, you know, they brought one guy in from the portal. They lost three. You move your best player to center. Um, Man, they're struggling up there. And they've got broken hands and fingers and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But that's part of the game. But um, I think they've got to do something different. I think Jefferson is hurt. I thought I saw him take a couple of shots in the Kent State game. Look, my son was 6'5 and a half, 240 pounds. And we ran him too much, okay? But he was our best option in short yardage, goal line, even in the open field. That took a toll on him later in the year. And so I had to be very careful. Jefferson's already taken quite a few shots in the first, not even one-fourth of the season. and uh, But they're going to have to commit to doing it. They're going to have to commit to running him. Hopefully Sanders comes back. Again, he's going to be a little rusty, a little probably hesitant at first. But they've got issues. I Let mean, me they've ask got about, issues. I saw some – but, Coach, I was encouraged by some of the th- – there were some good running lanes, I thought. And the, and the running backs like, – like the question becomes for us is, you do have three other options at running back. And AJ Green was clearly the hot hand. How did you? Because yeah. you've had multiple backs. Yeah. Did you ride the hot hand yeah, typically? You, you, you ride the hot hand till he till he says I need a break. It's like the NFL, mm-hmm. you know. And and the starter's clear to the starter, but sometimes he taps out and you get a guy in, uh, give him a blow. Um, yeah, they got away. I think he only had like what nine or ten carries. Nine carries. Yeah, and uh, you know, and I understand the depth and you want to get those guys in. And Dominic Johnson, two years ago or whatever, was a really good player and. Um, I think the best one of the bunch of the others might be the Dominique kid. Um, oh, um, you talking about Dominion? Dominion, excuse me. I like Dominion. 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 Yeah. And yeah. He might be the most complete of the others behind Sanders. Yeah, he gets limited touches. You know, and again, I'm not practicing. I, I don't. He did. Yeah, but I think he's probably the best all around back besides Sanders when Sanders is healthy. But Green gives you that speed. He can mm-hmm. catch the football and those kind of things. But there's a couple times where. He stopped in the hole. Uh, Green did. Uh, Two two weeks ago, down the goal line, he had a two-way go, and left was clean. It was clear. Right was cloudy, and he went to the cloudy round, Mm -hmm. you know, and maybe he's not seeing it good. Yeah, Coach talked about that, too. He said that it's it's on the running backs, not just the line. Yeah. So um, I think they're going to have to be a little bit more creative to to, to run Jefferson more on non-assuming downs and then move the pocket, play pass, screen game. Uh, get the ball out quick. Um, maybe some empty formations where the defense has to declare, and and then you know you can do some things. Steve and I were talking about that. Um, they got to get more creative because just dropping him back, uh, passing the football. I mean, it's, it's you know let's meet at the quarterback mm-hmm. two out of every you know four plays, and so he's taking abuse back there, and he's taking abuse uh, running the football. I mean, he he is Superman, but Superman has a kryptonite too, you know, and it's injury. And uh, just got to be careful, but they've got some they've got some things to do. And then now this week you go to Baton Rouge. Well, and then defensively, some things showed up. They gave up some big plays. They they showed some lack of discipline there. Um, I think Jeff Coat is a find. I mean, I think he's a dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's several of those guys that are SEC quality up there. Um, but the back end got exposed a little bit more. Yeah. Because you know Slovis could push the ball down the field. What is he like a seventh year guy now? He started every place he's been. Um, but you ran across a very mature team that didn't panic when they fell behind fourteen nothing, and then you factor in fourteen or fifteen penalties. 
man, you go to Baton Rouge and do that, you're going to get run out of Tiger Stadium. Yeah. And uh, they're a really good football team. I mean, the second half against Florida State, against a really good team, yeah, that wasn't good. But uh, they've hit another gear on offense down there. And they're pretty talented. And, I mean, Arkansas will have to probably score 40 points or more to win. Uh, I know the line seventeen or something. You know, can they cover? And a half, yeah. yeah, I mean, and I know I know Arkansas's won in Baton Rouge before against maybe even a better team. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure that Arkansas has the firepower that they've had in those games that they went down there. But uh, tough place to play on Saturday night, Baton Rouge. I want to dig deeper on that fourth and one call because your center is supposed to be your best lineman. Your left guard was preseason All-SEC. That's your two best guys right there in the interior. You got a 245-pound quarterback. What does it say that they don't just call the quarterback sneak? Well, I I think you either run the quarterback sneak, and now that you can push and carry players along, I mean, you know, you get your biggest back back there and push your quarterback to help as well. Um or run the quarterback on a design run with with a, with an extra blocker, and um, but the obvious armchair quarterbacks they didn't make it. You put the two hundred and forty pound quarterback under center and go behind your best lineman, um, and then get a push from behind too. Um, yeah, I mean, just what you do against a ten man box? Well, you got to throw it. And you got to hope your six four receiver that you you recruited can go get the football. Well, caught everything near him. Yep. Or or the Tesla kid who's got some quickness can. Uh, if you and I think LSU will play a lot of man coverage, and so maybe Satania in the slot matched up against a safety from LSU, you know, could be a possible big play opportunity. So, um, <laughs> but you know, again, I'm not at practice. I don't know. Um, I, I just know that this I don't I don't like this matchup for Arkansas. Yeah, and I could be wrong, but I just don't like it. I, I think LSU right now is on a mission. I think they yeah, got what, their, their mojo back. Yeah, what's the like? Arkansas is struggling. LSU is the best team in the West. So I mean, sure, it's pretty pretty yeah. easy take I think on that one. Yep. What do you think of the next four games? Can they can they win one? You know the A and M game on a neutral site or whatever. It's a home game for Arkansas, coach. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, but you can't have recruits there. That's uh, right. Um, <laughs> You know that that's the obvious one. Um, maybe Alabama, but you got to go to Tuscaloosa this time. You know they've got their own issues, obviously yeah. <laughs> at quarterback. Um, but they've got other pieces, you know, that are just that are talented. They're just they're rounding into form. But you, you, you probably circle the A and M game as maybe one they can get. Okay, Florida Florida game actually looks a little tougher now. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean they played that was their best game of the year by far. So yeah. Anyway, yep. I just I've seen a lot of inconsistency this year. You know, there were some things that have happened that were just like, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. Among a lot of teams, not well, just Arkansas. Well, sure, but you hope. I mean, if you're going to be a a preseason player, you make that improvement from week one to week two. We really didn't see that, and then okay, well then week two to week three. Now we're going into the fourth game of the season. You're in conference play now, and you're still searching for answers. Yeah, and, and that's not a good position sure. to be in. I got it. I mean, I'm just saying week to week. I mean, you look at Florida State last week. Yep. I mean, they're a five-touchdown favorite, and they squeak one out at, at Boston College. Yep. Um, Arkansas State finally got a win against Stony Brook. Yes, a much-needed much win. This week against the Southern Miss team that will be more talented than Stony Brook. Yeah, you know, a couple things. that They rushed for 350 yards, so they were able to establish some sort of identity in that game. It was a win, so confidence comes back. You, you know, you're feeling better. They only had 14,000 people at Centennial Bank Field. I would hope that this week with Southern Miss coming in, conference game pretty good opponent uh that they could get 20 plus thousand and and and, and make that a competitive game Southern Miss is pretty good I, I Gore's kid I think is still there the running back 
they gave Tulane quite a mm-hmm. for three and a half quarters, I guess, last week. Um, but you know, you you look at the schedule and you think, okay, this is one that we really need to get. So I hope the people in the the Red Wolf fan base, the people up in Jonesboro, will turn out for this team because if they can get this one, then now all of a sudden you start seeing a little confidence. But they need to have twenty thousand plus at Centennial Bank Field this week, mm-hmm. and hopefully build on what they did last week. They didn't turn the ball over. They didn't have a lot of penalties. They had almost 500 yards offense. They were very efficient. Carry that over against a good opponent with a big crowd, and hopefully you can steal one in the fourth quarter. The Wolves are a seven-point home underdog, yep. by the way. So, yeah, they're going to need all the support they can get. Yep. Uh, Central Arkansas uh, did some good things against North Dakota State, just lost to a better team last week, at least at this point in the season. And, again, that's a team that just does not make mistakes. And Central Arkansas had nine penalties, and they had two turnovers. And North Dakota State had fewer penalties and no turnovers, and that's an issue. This week, it's the uh, acronym bowl, Coach. you got UCA against ACU in right. the UAC. Uh, and it's a pretty big one for the Bears. They need to bounce back, and then the next couple weeks are big for them too. Absolutely, and, and I don't think we need to pass over uh, Sean Derek Powell's 300 yards of offense, uh, total offense. 347, I believe, total. If, yeah, if pretty crazy. If you're counting. Yeah. Um, th- that's amazing. Now, he's not a very big young man, but he obviously has a lot of speed. Keep him healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, however you do that, try to try to you know keep that backfield healthy with him. But, you know, that's been a tough call for those guys. I mean, you got Darius Hale, who's kind of been the – the bell cow. Uh, uh, Kylan James has kind of been that amoeba. Fit him where you can. Rest Hale. All of a sudden, you bring Powell in, who's a All-American. Mm-hmm. And and we don't even see hardly Darius Hale. Um, that's an interesting – I'd love – I would not want to be the running back coach uh, at UCA because you got, you know, you got egos, you got guys, and I think they're managing that okay. Uh, credit to Darius Hale. Yeah, no uh, doubt. But they're going to need that big guy as they go. Big game. ACU's pretty good. Yep. They've hit the transfer portal, apparently. They've got some new faces, some maturity. Their quarterback's a six-year guy. Uh, they do have to come to Estes. I would assume it'll be a big crowd. It'll be a beautiful night, I'm sure. Um, first conference game, you know, this is one you, you – know, the season has gone pretty predictable. Sure. You know, one and two is kind of where you thought they would probably be. Um but this one right here, uh, this is a big one for both teams. ACU played UIW really well last week, and Incarnate Word's pretty damn good. Yeah, they're top ten teams. Yep. Um, it is a uh, short week for UAPB against Alabama A&M this week, Coach. And, again, they squeaked. Didn't expect it to be tight like it was last week, but they did get a win, so that's good. Yeah, and, and you can always make improvements and Coach Harder coming off a win. I said that last week. Uh, they had to block an extra point uh, to actually win the game. It was 21-20, and they blocked the extra point. Uh, to win the game, and so uh, they got to go on the road this week against uh, Alabama A and M. They're one and two. Uh, they lost to Southern last week, so they're struggling. UAPB struggling in the pass game. They got the run game going a little bit, but they're really struggling in the pass game. They need to sure that up to be more competitive as they get deeper into swack play. Now we're getting tight on time. How about uh, from the GAC? Pretty predictable, I guess. Harding. Yeah. I didn't know. If, I didn't expect them to dominate the way they did against the undefeated UAM team. Uh, and OBU stays unscathed. Henderson State escaped as well. Yeah, Henderson had come from behind late to beat a, a, a feisty Arkansas Tech team who was kind of fighting for their season last week. Uh, they, they haven't gotten off the snide yet. This week you got Harding and Henderson, and Henderson may have been looking ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they got to go to Arkadelphia. Then OBU's got to go to UAM. And if UAM is going to be a player, this is this is the game that they need to get. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, so as the season has progressed – Last week you saw a little separation. This week you may see even more separation. So uh, 
uh, be an interesting week in the Great America Conference. All right, as we hit the break, uh, high school? Yeah. Um, you, last week you had a great game with Benton and Catholic. I mean, mm-hmm. that was an instant classic. And uh, congratulations to Benton. Uh, this week, all eyes in Central Arkansas are probably on PA and, and Little Rock Christian. Can Catholic bounce back against a really good Cersei, Cersei? team? Yep, I think they're under Three and Yep. So, uh, Zach Clark over there at, at Cersei's done a great job. Uh, and then Benton has to go to El Dorado. Get them focused because El Dorado is a very difficult place to play. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then, of course, there was a big upset down south last week. McGee lost to Monticello. Yeah. I think Monticello is a lot better this yeah, year. That, that, they came to Boxsite and, and won in the pit. That opened a lot of eyes. And um, McGee's down a little bit. And then, of course, they draw Warren this week in Warren. So, that's mm-hmm. a tough get for them. So, a lot of good high school football. We were at Desert Carlisle last week, the wife and I. Yeah, Angel and I went and watched John Barbary. They fell short against Carlisle, but it was good to see John and his family. And uh, I think we're going to go watch uh, CAC up on Mustang Mountain this week, Ryan Howard and those troops. So Yeah, they lost a tough one last week. That was a, yep. yeah. a hard-fought loss. We saw him at the touchdown club. His quarterback is doing good things. I need to go see him before the season's over for sure. Yep, Love, love Ryan. Great dude. 10-53, got to hit a break. Coach Cock, appreciate you. And Farm Brothers Flying Services would wrap the hour with us. 